Hey there, glad you could join me today. Today we're going to read from Hebrews 1 through 4. Some good story in there. So in the past, God talked to people through the prophets. He talked to them many times in a lot of different ways. Now God's talked to us again through His Son, Jesus. He made the whole world and everything through His Son, Jesus. And He's chosen His Son to have all things. Jesus shows the glory of God. He's a perfect copy of God's nature. And He holds everything together with His supernatural power. Now Jesus made people clean from their sins when He was on earth. Then He sat down at the right side of God, the Father in heaven. That's when the Son became much greater than angels, and God gave Him a name that's much greater than any of their names. Now, God never said this to any of the angels. You are my Son. Today I have become your Father. We told Jesus that. God also never said this about an angel. I will be His Father, and He will be my Son. He said that about Jesus, too. And then when God presented his firstborn son to the world, he said, Let all angels worship him. This is what God said about the angels. He changes his angels into the winds and his servants into flaming fire. But this is what God the Father said about his son. God, your kingdom will last forever and ever. You use your authority for justice. You love what is right and hate what is wrong. So God, your Father, has chosen you, giving you more honor and joy than anyone like you. Remember that new name I said God gave him? Yeah, God the Father just called Jesus God. God the Father also said, O Lord, in the beginning you made the earth, and your hands made the sky. These things will disappear, but you will stay. They will all wear out like old clothes, and you will fold them up like a coat. And they will be changed like clothes, but you will never change, and your life will never end. And God never said this to an angel. Sit at my right side until I put your enemies under your power. But that's where he put Jesus. All the angels are spirits who serve God and the Father, and are sent to help those who receive salvation. So we have to be more careful to follow what we was taught. We have to be careful so that we won't be pulled away from the true way. The teaching that God spoke through angels was shown to be true. And every time His people did something against that teaching, they was punished for what they'd done. They was punished when they didn't obey that teaching. So surely we'll be punished if we don't pay attention to the salvation we've got that's so great. It was the Lord Jesus who first told people about it, and those who heard him proved to us that it is true. God also proved it by his miraculous signs and wonders and all kinds of miracles, and he proved it by giving people various gifts through the Holy Spirit in just the way he wanted God did not choose the angels to be the rulers over the new world that was coming. 
He could have. He could have chosen whoever he wanted to be the ruler over the new world. That future world is the world we've been talking about. It's written in the scriptures. Quote, Why are people so important to you? Why do you even think about them? Why do you care about the Son of Man? Is he so important? For a short time you made him lower than the angels. Then you crowned him with glory and honor, and you put everything under his control. Unquote. If God put everything under Jesus' control, then there was nothing left that he didn't rule. But we can't actually see him ruling over everything. We have to have faith that he's ruling over everything. For a short time, Jesus was made lower than the angels when he was flesh and blood here on the earth. But now we know he's wearing a crown of glory and honor because he suffered and he died and he was resurrected. Because of God's grace, Jesus died for everybody. God the Father, the one who made all things and for whose glory all things exist, wanted many people to be his children and share his glory. So he did what he needed to do. He made perfect the one who leads those people to salvation. He made Jesus a perfect Savior through his suffering. Jesus, the one who makes people holy, and those people who are made holy, which is us, are from the same family. So he's not ashamed to call us his brothers and sisters. He says, God, I will tell my brothers and sisters about you. Before all your people, I will sing your praises. He also says, I will trust in God. And he says, I am here, and with me are the children God has given me. Now these children he's talking about is people with physical bodies. So Jesus himself became like us and had the same experiences that we have. Jesus did that so that by dying, he could destroy the one who has the power of death, the devil. Jesus became human and died so that he could free us. Before Jesus came and died and was resurrected, people was like slaves all their lives because of their fear of death. They were slaves to fear because they had no hope. It's not angels that Jesus helps. He helps us humans. For this reason, Jesus had to be made like us, his brothers and sisters, in every way. He became human so that he could be our merciful and faithful high priest in service to God. Then he could bring forgiveness for our sins. And now he can help those who are tempted. He can help because he himself suffered and was tempted. So he knows what it's like firsthand. Then he died and was resurrected to prove to us that it can and will be done for us. All we have to do is make up our minds that we're going to believe in Him and practice loving God and loving each other. Practice, practice, practice. Jesus is the one we believe God sent to save us and to be our high priest. God made Him our high priest, and He was faithful to God just as Moses was. He did everything God wanted Him to do in God's house. When someone builds a house, people will honor the builder more than the house. Well, it's the same with Jesus. He should have more honor than Moses. Every house is built by someone, but God built everything through Jesus. So Jesus made Moses and everything else. So he should have more honor than anyone else. 
Moses was faithful as a servant in God's whole house. He told people what God would say in the future. But Christ is faithful in ruling God's house as the Son. And we are God's house. We remain confident of the great hope we are glad to say we have. So it's just as the Holy Spirit says, If you hear God's voice today, don't be stubborn as you were in the past when you were turned against God. That was the day you tested God in the desert. For 40 years in the desert, your people saw what I did, but they tested me and my patience. So I was angry with them. I said, their thoughts are always wrong. They never have understood my ways. So I was angry and made a promise. They will never enter my place of rest. So be careful to not have the evil thoughts that cause enough doubt that you stop following the living God. Encourage each other every day while we still have something called today. Help each other so that none of us will be fooled by sin and become too hard to change. We have the honor of sharing in all that Christ has if we continue until the end to have the sure faith we had in the beginning. That's why the Spirit said, If you hear God's voice today, don't be stubborn as in the past when you turned against God. Who were those who heard God's voice and turned against Him? Well, it was all the people Moses led out of Egypt. They were slaves too, slaves to the Egyptians. And who was God angry with for 40 years? He was angry with those who sinned. And their dead bodies was left in the desert. So don't get God angry after you. Which people you think God was talking to when he promised that they would never enter his place of rest? Well, he was talking to those who didn't obey him. So we see that they wasn't allowed to enter and have God's rest because they didn't believe. We still got that promise that God gave them people. That promise is that we can enter his place of rest. So we should be very careful that none of us fails to get that promise. The good news about it was told to us as it was to them, but the message they heard didn't help them. They heard it but didn't accept it with faith. Only we who believe it are able to enter God's place of rest. As God said, I was angry and made a promise. They will never enter my place of rest. But God's work was finished from the time Him and Jesus made the world. In the scriptures, He talked about the seventh day of the week. It says, quote, So on the seventh day, God rested from all His work. Unquote. But also in the scripture, God said, quote, they will never enter my place of rest. Unquote. The opportunity is still there for some to enter and enjoy God's rest. But those who first heard the good news about it didn't get to enter because they didn't obey. They didn't believe. So God planned another special day. It's called today. He spoke about that day through David a long time later using the words I quoted before from the Holy Spirit. If you hear God's voice today... Don't be stubborn. If you go back and read the scripture, you know that Joshua didn't lead the people into the place of rest that God promised. We know this because God spoke later about another day for rest. This shows that the seventh day for rest for God's people is still to come. God rested after he finished his work. 
So, everyone who enters God's place of rest will also have rest from their own work just as God did. So let us try as hard as we can to enter God's place of rest. We have to try hard so that none of us will be lost by following the example of those who refuse to obey God. All you got to do is put in your six days of work for God and boom, when you're finished with your work, you can rest with God. God's work is alive and working. It's sharper than the sharpest sword and cuts all the way into us. It cuts deep to the place where the soul and the spirits join together. God's Word cuts to the center of our joints and our bones. It judges the thoughts and feelings in our hearts. Nothing in all the world can be hidden from God. He can see everything clearly. Everything is open right in front of Him. And one day, we'll have to explain to Him why we lived the way we lived. I dread that. We have a great high priest who is going to live with God in heaven. His name's Jesus, the Son of God. So let us continue to express our faith in Him. Jesus is able to understand our weaknesses. When Jesus lived here on earth, He was tempted in every way. He was tempted in the same ways we're tempted, but He never sinned. With Jesus as our high priest, we can feel free to come before God's throne where there's grace. There, we receive mercy and kindness to help us when we need it. Well, that's Hebrews 1-4. through And I hope that you enjoyed it. I really, really had fun. So, if you liked it and you're watching on YouTube, if you don't care, hit the subscribe button and hit that little bell so you'll get notified when I upload another story. If you're listening on a podcast... Share it with your friends and family. Maybe it'll touch them in their heart. Even if they're Christian already, maybe it'll boost them a little bit, give them a little boost. I love you, and I hope you have a great day. I'll talk to you next time.